building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Welcome to the first episode of Startup Survival, which is a series where we're going to talk about how to build a company and actually enjoy the process. Today, I want to talk about something that seems like it's on everyone's mind, which is hiring, hiring mistakes, and how to survive them when your team is small. Every single hire is so important in a startup. Only one toxic hire can really poison the entire well. And honestly, it's not always even about toxicity necessarily. Like you could hire an underperformer and then the rest of your small team not only feels the effect, but they have to pick up the slack too. At the same time, a lot of people are talking right now about the great exodus of 2021. There are tons of employees that are leaving their current companies because there are more jobs than there are people to fill them. Frankly, I think that's the exact problem. My company, I guess, had the benefit of encountering the great exodus about six months early. So the end of 2020 and into 2021 was extremely hard for us. And I guess my pain is your gain because there are some lessons that I've learned really over the last eight years altogether, but especially in the last six months that I want to share with you today. When it comes to hiring stories, I definitely have a lot of them, but I am of the opinion that you absolutely do not crap on former employees or employers. So PSA to everyone, if you're looking for a new job, you're hiring, you do not talk poorly about employees or your former employers, even if things didn't go right while you were there. Employees and employers are human beings and we're all growing and making mistakes. I know that I've made lots of mistakes as I've hired and tried to grow my company. I am most definitely not a perfect hiring manager or employer, nor was I a perfect employee back in the day when I was an employee. Frankly, I was probably far from being an imperfect employee, but that's a different topic that we're not really going to talk about today. So I'm going to go into some of my lessons in broad terms and things that you should potentially look for when you're hiring your employees right now. One thing that I learned recently is that you have to be insanely upfront in the hiring process. Most companies seem to want to mask any potential downfalls about the company and employees are only able to go and learn them by reaching out to old employees on LinkedIn. I actually get hit up by people that are interviewing at companies that I used to work at asking me for information. I don't think that employees should have to go to that length to get the truth about a job that they might take. I really think that we should be doing the opposite of this where we should be telling people exactly the challenges that they are going to encounter when they join your company. So for example, we've been hiring a lot for our account manager position. It is a dang hard position, honestly, probably one of the hardest within my company. You have to deal with so many stakeholders on a day-to-day basis where you're working with clients and you're working with your internal stakeholders, be it your designers and copywriters and everyone you work with in an agency. Um, And you're working with your managers and there's 
there's just, there's a lot of people to keep happy and it makes that role really hard to balance. So the people that are successful in it are resilient and have thick skin and are able to understand that feedback is really for their benefit and it's not always something that should be taken really personally and they have to be ultra organized. And now after making a few of these wrong hires, I am super, super, super upfront in the hiring process where I tell people exactly what they should expect, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We learned this the hard way. And I think that every single one of you, when you're out there hiring, has to be sure to be extremely, extremely transparent in the process. The second thing that I want to cover is your policies. Uh, Don't make policies that force employees or potential employees to hide things from you. This is another thing I learned the hard way. Big surprise. I think that most companies have really dumb policies, frankly, about things like side hustles and people that are working other jobs or growing other businesses on the side. And it makes employees want to hide that from you. The fact is, when you're a smaller company, most of the people that come to work for you are probably going to be entrepreneurial in some way that or they have a really high risk tolerance because they're able to handle the level of risk and the level of uncertainty that comes with working at a small company. It's just an inherent part of working at a small company that's growing. I've had to take a really hard look at my company and my managers and ask, why did this employee hide a company that she was building on the side? And then we had to change our policies to match the behavior that we wanted to see instead of what was happening currently. And that definitely was not easy by any means. Uh, After this situation happened last year, it took me a long time to get there after initially being upset that that was hidden from me. But I mean, I'm human and it's a, it's a mistake that we made that I would love for all of you to learn from. So take a look at your policies. Ask people in the hiring process, are you working a second job? Are you hoping to start a company someday? Like, what do you really want to get out of this position? I know that some people come to work for me so that they can see exactly how a company is built and run day to day so that they can go and do it for themselves. And that absolutely does not make them a bad employee because they have aspirations outside of your company someday. I think that most employees do. And if you can get them to be honest about it, you can guide them on their journey and you can become a really valuable mentor and part of their story instead of trying to you know, like tie them down within your company. So now we make it insanely clear to employees that if they have a job on the side, it's totally cool. As long as it's not directly competitive, we are not only fine with it, but we support them. We support them posting about it on LinkedIn. We support them sharing events that they might be working or things that they might be doing in our Slack channels. So I think if we can all shift our mindset on the side hustle or on employees' future aspirations, it will encourage them to be a lot more honest in the hiring process. The last lesson that I've learned, you've probably heard this a few times, but I'm going to tell you my take on it is stop hiring employees just because you like them or because they're like you. When companies are small, I think a lot of us have the tendency to want to really vibe with the people that we're hiring. And we hire people because we could see ourselves being friends with them instead of 
their skills, frankly. I have an absolutely terrible tendency to hire people because I can see some of myself in them. And it's really, it's never really worked out well for me, to be honest. I like to hire people that are really bold and outspoken. And the thing is, some of those people are absolutely not meant to be employees, just like I wasn't. And you can't hire someone that's super bold and outspoken and then be unhappy when they come into your company and they want to tear the entire thing apart or when they speak up when they're unhappy. So if you are looking to hire people that are like you or that you want to be friends with or whatever it may be, make sure you're looking for the skills fit in addition, or the skills fit, really, you should be looking for it first. So now we do things like an account management test where we're looking for the exact attention to detail and the skills within our project management systems. And we're looking for very specific skills instead of a general liking of the person. So those are the three mistakes that I wanted to cover with you today. To recap, be insanely, insanely upfront in the hiring process about the challenges that your future employee is going to encounter. Don't make policies that force employees to hide things from you. Take a look at your policies on side hustles and future aspirations. And last but not least, stop hiring people because you like them, because you want to be friends with them, or because you see some of yourself in them. It is an employee's market today and hiring is absolutely harder than ever. That means you can't afford to make mistakes. And when you're running a startup or a small company, you can't really afford to make mistakes anyway. I hope those tips helped. Like always, if you loved this episode, if you found value in it, send it to one person that could benefit from this message today. And I'll see you next time. 